Hi, I'm Hera, the mom. And I'm Estella, the kid. And this is Seeking Different. There are times when everyone feels different or left out. As a non-traditional mom and kid family, we're setting out to explore all the ways that families can be different. This is Seeking Different. Welcome back to Seeking Different. All right. So this week, as promised last week, we are going to talk about a very hot topic in the world of tweens. Now, I'm including ages 9 and 10 in the tweens, even though I think maybe a tween is like 10, 11, 12. I don't know. Do you know the definition of a tween? I think that a tween is like probably from like 10 to 12. Like when you're a decade old, that's when like that's kind of like a couple years before. Even like, so like if you're a little kid, you are not tween. Okay. But so tween when, is basically wait, before when, you get to a teenager, but you're not a little kid anymore. The drama ratchets up. I definitely feel like at this age, y'all are just like super awkward and everyone's still trying to figure out like how they're feeling. And all of a sudden there's this interesting new dynamic between boys and girls. And like I said, if you have already listened to our last episode about book writing, I mentioned the awkward series. It's like, like Mama said, like when you become into the tween age or like when you're 10 before the tween age or if you're in the middle, things start getting awkward, like the first book. Then you start creating enemies, which <laughs> is the second book, like a lot of en- enemies. Then you start to get into the phase where everybody starts having crushes and starts getting drama, Mm -hmm. which is what we're going to talk about in this episode. Then there is like a lot of times, like right before you become a teenager, a teenager where you start have where like you have to like kind of start being a little bit more brave than you Mm -hmm. were. As a tween. All right. So let's give a shout out to the author. So what she's talking about is the awkward series. It's called the Barry Brook Middle School like series. And awkward is the first book. So I recommend people check out the first book because it will put things into better context. And the author is Svetlana I don't, Chmikova. I, I can't really like. I think it's Svetlana Chikova. We got ours on Amazon, but I think a lot of independent bookstores sell it because we also bought the last one in the series, I think, at Politics and Prose in D.C. So I highly recommend checking it out. Stella keeps on reading them in like one day. Like I'll get it and then she'll be done with it by the end of the day. They're pretty. I think that they're amazing books. Yeah, I think I think one of the reasons it's great is that it's very relatable. Okay, so we decided to talk about crushes today because it is like the hot topic in the tween world. And I know that at Stella's school, like we talk about it amongst parents and I know the kids are talking about it. So I'm really curious, like what your thoughts are. Okay, so at my school, it's not as bad as my old school, but at this school, it's still like pretty dramatic because like if someone doesn't have a, so like let's say that someone has a crush. Kids start pestering them, trying to make them tell them a crush. And then since that kid gets so stressed out about everybody pestering him or her, then they just tell them. And then it starts becoming like a thing where like one person. So the person with the crush says, 
please keep it a secret. Oh, and they never keep it a secret. Yes. Of course, it's like the hottest person. And then so the next person who was supposed to keep it a secret, she went on to another person. She was like, don't tell anyone, but he or her has a crush on this person. And I think also what And then they're like, keep it a secret. Right. And then the next person just goes on and on and on and on until it gets to one girl Mm. who gets so involved with it. Actually, no. It's a group of girls. So I think But the the ringleader is so involved with it that, like, she starts involving, like, all of that boy who has a crush's friends Uh, and, like, literally everybody. Well, so what happens if you don't say anything? If you don't say anything, then they start, then it still kind of becomes, like, the whole entire thing. Like, a rumor, basically. Mm, So then they just make something up, even if you Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you say, I don't have a crush, leave me alone, please. Then they start going on and on about saying, they say they don't have a crush, but I think they do. They might have a crush on you. Like, something like Uh, that. See, that's dramatic. So I think what's also hard is at this age, like... Sometimes kids are still trying to figure out, like, who they like. Like, maybe a boy who likes a boy. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts talking about that. And you have to deal with, like, people's weirdnesses about uh, gender and sexuality. And you guys are only 9 and 10. So that's really stressful. Yeah. One of the things that sometimes kids will do at this age is that they will, like, take a book and like start writing things down. And then next thing you know, they're like spreading it. So we're going to see the Mean Girls movie today. And that's like part of it. Like, I don't know if it's crushes, but like they have this whole burn book thing. And I think it just, I don't know if boys do this, but girls definitely do this. Like they're always gossiping and they're always trying to like keep records of the gossip and just doing crazy things like that. Also, I suggest that if you might be one of those people who like, even if you don't, like release gossip if you feel like you are like so close to releasing gossip then you should probably like take a journal or a diary and just write whatever you want down and don't share it with anybody yeah don't share it just but one thing i do think is actually interesting about this is that at this age you guys are also first starting to figure out like what is a secret that i should keep to myself and what kind of secret is something that shouldn't be a secret So for example, sometimes people and girls do this. I don't know if boys do this or not, but I, I know that like lots of girls will do this. They'll be like, oh, I have a secret. And they say it as a way to like exclude someone else. So like, let's say you were like going to go to play on the playground and do something. You'd be like, oh, it's a secret. Cause like you wouldn't want somebody else to do it. And that's a bad secret because that's like a mean secret. But then like a different secret wouldn't, is this like, is it like a, is it like a reasonable secret? Is a good secret? Like if you have like a really, really close friend, you've been telling her stuff that has been like embarrassing to you. And mm-hmm. then the other girl keeps it to herself. And then you've always known that. Mm-hmm. See, that's a good secret. Like if you, someone confides in you and they tell you something that is like very deeply personal, unless it's something that you think could be harmful like if a kid said something to you that you think would be like dangerous if like an adult didn't know that's a secret you should share with an adult yeah but if a kid was just like telling you about something they felt or something that was like deeply personal to them or if something happened and then like you would be like 
please don't tell anyone. You're my best friend. So, yes. Like, so you don't want to be the friend. And, like, if you, if you have, like, or, like, it's kind of like if you're on a play date and then mm-hmm. you're on, you're at, you're at your house with your very best friend. And then, like, you feel like you have to, like, tell the truth not only, like, with your parents and stuff. Like, you feel like everybody else at your school, they're mm-hmm. not too protective of your personal problems or something that happened. And then, so, like, maybe there's someone else then like a good that good secret would just be telling them like something that's really personal to you and then you would know that they would keep that secret because all your life they've been keeping yes and you don't want to be the friend that is somebody that people don't trust yeah so yeah i think that but that's hard oftentimes kids at this age don't understand the difference or they'll hear a secret that is like super juicy gossip and it may feel good to like be the person that has the gossip, but then it feels really bad when your friend finds out that you told and then is like mad at you. Yeah. So like, I think that, I think that anybody who's listening to this, you do not want to be that type of person who gets super mad at. You also don't want, be careful about who you tell Mm -hmm. to anybody. Like be careful about what you tell to somebody because like, you don't want to be the type of person who gets gossiped about, and then you mm-hmm. also really don't want to be the type of person who gossips about that person. Exactly. You don't want to be the gossip. And you also want to be the type of friend that people actually tell things to because they can trust you to keep it to yourself. Because sometimes it's like really nice to have a friend who you can talk to about something because it's really hard to keep things to yourself all the time. And so you don't want to have to worry that your friend's just going to like rat you out to the entire class. Yeah. Would it? I've never done this before, but, like, would it be okay if, like, your friend told, like, you something and then you would tell your parent? I mean, I think that's different. I think that when your friends tell you stuff, especially if it's, like, a crush or something, you definitely don't want to go tell other kids in the class. But would it be okay to, like, tell your parent to tell your parent? Like, if they're your parent, they would definitely not, like, start gossiping other people. I mean, it depends on what type of parent. Like, if you tell me not to tell anybody, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah. Because I'm not that person. Like, if I had a crush, then I would tell you. And then yes, you wouldn't Yes, and I wouldn't you. tell your crush. Yeah. Because that would be not nice. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you have a crush? I did have a crush. I had a couple of crushes, actually. So I read your diary. You did read my diary. So I kept a very detailed journal slash diary when I was in fourth grade. And I let Stella read it because I wanted her to feel like similar to how books are. Like I wanted her to feel the connection. And also it was cool because it was like her mom going through this. I did have a crush. I had a couple of crushes. My first crush, his name was Pablo. I will not give his last name because I don't want to put him on blast. I had a big crush on him. Sadly, like most of the girls in the class had a crush on him. He was a pretty cute kid, but you want to hear something crazy? What? So I saw a picture of him as an adult. He was not a cute adult. Ooh. Yeah. He he like peaked in fourth grade. I also remember in fourth grade, like I was really uncomfortable with the attention. So I also didn't want to tell anybody my crush because I also didn't want, I didn't want the attention and I also didn't want the rejection. Like I was really worried that if someone told him that I had a crush on him and then he was like, ew, I don't have a crush on her. I don't like her. Then like, I would feel really bad. Yeah. So like you, even though like 
Even though it might be true, you don't want to actually know. I, yeah, I didn't really want to know if he had a crush on me. Because also at that age, like, I think that sometimes you can, like, just really like someone as a friend. And the sad part about the whole crush thing is that people get nervous that if they just try to be someone's friend, then, like, the whole class will be like, ooh, you must like that person. Because I also had boys in my class that I just thought were cool. And I wanted to hang out with them. And, like, I didn't have a crush on them. I just liked them as people. And I wanted to be their friend, but I was also like super nervous because I was like, oh, well, I don't want everyone thinking that like me and Antonio are like dating, even though I just want to be his friend. I think I can kind of get that because like at my school right now, even though there are like some boys, like I think that might be like good to be friends with or something. Mm-hmm. I I am worried that people would be like, oh, you have a crush on him. I know that at my school. There is one boy who I think that would be not a good boy to be friends with. I'm a little bit worried that people would be like, oh, you have a crush on him. And then I can also tell that, I can also kind of tell that he's worried that people would be like, ooh, you have a crush on her or something like that. I don't remember the age that it shifts. Like, I think it's a little bit, I don't know. I feel like even in high school, it was a little bit like that where people would be like, oh, you guys must be dating. I think you just have to get to the point where like, you just don't care. And you and that person know your friends and you'd be like, oh, whatever. People can think what they think. We're just friends. So and I also think sometimes like, especially at this age, like you might think that you're going to like someone like as a friend and then you start like hang out with them and you're like, oh, like, I don't know if I like them as much as I thought that I like them. Now that we're friends, I don't actually have anything in common with this person. Um, and so I have another question about you when you were a kid. Was there any drama with you and the boy you had a crush on? So not Pablo, because I never was super verbal about my crush on Pablo because everybody had a crush on him. So I was kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to say anything. There was another guy, I think I was in seventh grade and his name, what was his name? I don't even remember his name. So he was like, he came in seventh grade. He was this Brazilian guy and he was tall. And I was like the tallest girl in the class because I stopped growing in seventh grade. And we were on this like class field trip. And I remember everybody teasing me about him. And we ended up sitting together at some point. And that was kind of the moment I realized like, oh, he's kind of weird. Like I thought I had a crush on him, but then like, I don't know. He was just just kind of like dopey and weird once we actually hung out. Wait, what was the question? Was it like, was it? Was there any Was there drama? any drama? I mean, I guess it was drama because I felt like people were teasing us. And I also felt like people were kind of like forcing us to hang out. And I don't know what they expected. I was like a seventh grader. We were just sitting there and I was like, okay, hi. And it was like super awkward. So that was pretty much the drama. I mean, sometimes it was dramatic because like as a kid for me, I was like always bigger than everyone. I got taller, faster. I got boobs earlier than many of the kids in my class. And so I do remember it being really uncomfortable and dramatic um, when, like, the boys would talk about it. Because, I didn't, like I said, I didn't like the attention. What did one of the boys even say? So there were a couple times. So one of the things that was super dramatic, I think I was about 12 or, like, 11 or 12. And I was the first kid in my class to get my period, which was, like, not great. And I remember... I told a few of the girls on a sleepover and the next day, not a good idea, not a good idea, really bad idea. The next day, this girl named Barbara 
who I never forgave. I still hold a grudge to this girl to this day. She told all the boys in the class that I had gotten my period. And I was so mad at her and also so mortified. And I remember there was another instance where like, it was like we were in PE class and one of the boys like put basketballs in his shirt and were like was like, this is Hera. And I was also deeply embarrassed. Like to make him look like he has boobs. Yes. And it was not nice. And so, yeah, it was it was a very awkward and dramatic time. And kids can be super mean. And this is why, like, I worry about the crushes stage, because I think sometimes when that all starts oftentimes kids don't necessarily develop what they think is attractive independently of what society says is attractive and so what can happen is that somebody who is actually really pretty ends up feeling not pretty because the kids in the class are like oh but i like this other girl and so it's like all this all the like standards of beauty or like ugliness from society comes out And the same thing can happen for kids. Like if a boy has a crush on a boy or a girl has a crush on a girl, instead of just being able to to just like be yourself and not feel weird about it, I feel like sometimes society just like all of the ugly things of society come in and people get a complex about it. And I think at this age, like you should just be able to like who you like. You should be able to just feel what you feel. And know that this was a very awkward stage in life. And everyone's going to feel kind of awkward because you're going to be growing really fast. The boys, they get so awkward. Like they grow really fast and like cannot manage their arms and legs. They start looking like just all over the place. And so it feels really weird for both boys and girls. Hmm. Okay. That sounds dramatic. It is dramatic. Okay. So do you know like any people who were like in seventh or eighth grade who had a crush who had a crush on me or like do you know any people yeah like do you know any people when you were like a teenager or like a tween where like you were like you knew that they had a crush on you yes and unfortunately for me nobody that i had a crush on ever had a crush on me everyone who had a crush on me i never i never had a crush like at that age i was not into Um, actually, no, I take that back. There was a boy at a sixth grade dance that I think both had a crush on me and I had a crush on him. But I also remember in high school, there was this really creepy boy that used to just like follow me around. Like he would hide in the bushes and like jump out after basketball practice. And he'd be like, hi. And I was like, ah, I did not have a crush on him, but I'm pretty sure he had a crush on me. I tried to be nice to him. He was just weird. Like, I mean, he was a nice guy, but like, he was just weird and creepy. And this is going to sound really bad. He he was one of those people who was like so pale that you could like see his veins. And I know that like some people are into that, but like I was not into that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just, he's just, he was just very odd. And I did feel bad for him though. So I tried to be nice to him. And I think the hard part is that because I tried to be nice to him, people were like, oh yeah, like you know, Hera must like him. And the same thing happened with some guy on the debate team who was like this German guy who I could not stand. Actually, I could not stand that guy. Wait a minute. Can I have um, one question for you? Mm-hmm. So in, at the sixth grade dance, how did you know that that boy in sixth grade liked you? Uh, because he asked me to dance and we got along. I mean, it was like just a dance. So 
I mean, I think sometimes you can tell when boys or girls like you when they just like want to be around you. And I did have a couple of guy friends who I think liked me, but I was like pretty clear with them that like we were just friends. Because I was also like the type of kid that even though I had crushes, like I didn't want to like kiss anybody in middle school. So like I would have a crush on someone and I'd be like, okay, we could just be friends. Yeah. Um, I have another question. So like, you know, the guy on the debate team that you said that you couldn't stand. Mm -hmm. What did he do? He was just always trying to like mansplain. Do you know what that means? No. It's like when boys think they know more than you and they try to explain to you something in a really like, like speaking down to you as though you don't understand because you're a girl. He was like always doing that. So like he's trying to impress in front of you mm-hmm. and trying to explain everything. Yeah, but it's like done in a way that it like seems like he doesn't understand that I already know. Uh, and I didn't like that. And so he was always doing that. And I think he thought that he thought it was like a way for me to be like, oh, wow, you're so smart. And instead, it just like really irritated me. Wow. That sounds bad. But people also teased me about him. They were like, oh, my gosh, like you and David must be dating. And I'm like, no, we're just the head of the debate team. I have to deal with him. <laughs> Crushes are awkward, but I think everybody gets to the point where they have to deal with the drama. But I know that in the book crushes, didn't the, didn't the girl have like a really good response when they were teasing her about it? Stop being like a gossip hound. Yeah. Or like, why are you so obsessed? Oh, yeah. Like. She was more like, stop it. Why are you gossip? Why are you gossip hound so obsessed with me right now? Yeah, exactly. It's like the Mariah Carey song. Yeah, like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yep, yep, exactly. I told Estella to think about that song. I love the Mariah Carey song. It is so good. All right. So the moral of the story is if someone has a crush on you, try to be nice. If you have a crush on someone, be careful about who you tell and try not to make it too obvious yes try not to make it too obvious and don't be a snitch (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to listen to seeking different if you like what you heard share us with your family and friends tell us what you'd like to hear on future episodes and share your stories about belonging and family you can connect with us on instagram at seeking different see you next time